Hey friends, today we're bringing you a quick tip on winter grazing. How to build your pasture for spring right now during the middle of winter. Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life and our I Bought a Homestead Now What podcast. I'm Lacey. And I'm Drew. Homestead health and business strategist. And between us, we have nearly 40 years experience in homesteading, parenting, and holistic living. We love helping people live more sufficient, deeply rooted, and satisfyingly connected lives. Two to three times per month, we post a new podcast on Wednesdays that will inspire, ease, and answer questions about this lifestyle you may not even know to ask. People and homestead strategy clients ask us all the time how, why, and what to do to make their homestead less chaotic, more efficient, and mostly more peaceful. The lessons we've learned, the training we've had, and our strategic approach will help you skip steps and find more ease in your homesteading journey. Did you hear something you like? Did you learn something new? Please share with a friend or on social. Tag us at The Schoolhouse Life and we will be thrilled to share and connect. Your shares, encouragement, and even questions are what keep us going. Thank you. Fun. All right. So fun topic. Lacey's super excited about this. I I almost uh, left, but Drew said that my questions make this more interesting. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. But quick tip, we're keeping this super short and down to the nitty gritty. Okay, first I want your feedback on this uh, because I just had this idea. Um, Human scale homesteading or no, that wasn't. Human powered homestead. The human powered homestead. Don't you think that Drew should write a book on the human powered homestead? Lacey brings that up because we were just out rolling a hay bale and we had a... Uh, grazing workshop online and one of the people there which was, is still available right which is still available yeah um one of the people there asked me how i moved the hay bales because i said we don't have a tractor on the homestead and um oh this is a question that's been an ongoing I, kind of yeah uh I, w- I don't want to say point of contention it's not a contention for us we talk about it but but you know usually we come up with they're too dang expensive and we got this um, but like, I do remember one time I posted in a group and it was a fun, fun thread where I was berated and also, you know, it kind of went back and forth. Of, yeah, like this definitely took into well, like, we did a whole podcast on it. May, we did. We did. So you can and go it, back. You can listen to that. It definitely, you know, got personal. Like whether and, or not you yeah. need a, a tractor on the No on offense. The I, I honestly don't care if you have a hum- tractor on your homestead or not. I think that rolling out the hay bales by hand is good exercise. It's a good way to connect. With your flock, herd, whatever you have, and um, and really think about where you're putting your hay bales. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do have a lease property where we do use a tractor and do roll out the hay bales with the tractor. So it's- I think most mistakes and most expenses are done when it's not hard enough. So, like, if it's not hard enough for you to do something to make you have to think about it more than just, I'm going to go do this and then you do it. Do you waste more time, more money? I mean, it feels like you're saving time, but really you're just like, I what I think I know about people with tractors is there's a lot of time spent on a tractor just for the sake of being on the tractor. That, yeah. And so, like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what you really enjoy. But, you know, is it really moving the needle forward? I All right. Know. So this is supposed to be a quick oh, tip. Right, right. And Sorry, quick tip. <laughs> Turns out I do have a lot of Yeah, I know you do. That's why we, why we wanted you here. Uh, so the quick tip is that um, now is the perfect time to be bale grazing, meaning that you're feeding out hay bales in areas of your pasture that are uh, not as good as they could be. Can I just point out, though, just back to my point about farting around on a tractor, you're never going to fart around rolling out hay, bale hay bales 
by hand, no. Unless you got a you good hill know. and well, you're eight years old and want to see if it will roll all the way down the hill. I'm t- <laughs> eight plus a lot of years and I would like to watch Yeah, that it's too. pretty fun. <laughs> um, I can't say as I blamed him when he did it, but it still meant we had to roll a hay bale by hand back up a hill, which is not <laughs> as fun. Um so back to the point of it, now is the time to be looking at your pasture. And when you roll out a hay bale, there's there's a lot of different things you can do. So or when you feed a hay bale, you can feed it in a ring, which is like the traditional way. Like a metal ring. Metal hay bale, hay bale ring. Yeah. Could you put a hay bale in a ring without a tractor? Uh, yeah. How would you, you put that? the ring over top of the hay bale? Oh, okay, that makes sense. I think I don't know. I've never tried to pick up one of those rings, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I imagine they're heavy. Um, So you can do that. Unfortunately, what that does though is it concentrates the manure, the urine, and the animal impact to that location. And it's so wet right now. It's so wet that that can that over one day can be. They call that devastation. They call that impact pugging. It could be something you want to do though. I mean, you could you could for sure intentionally do that somewhere yeah i think like a good spot would be like in a blackberry thicket or multiflora yes. rose thicket something Oak that you berry. just wanted to destroy yes but you have to realize with that comes the destruction the greater the impact the greater the recovery the recovery but that ta- <laughs> no, i was being <laughs> yeah challenged. i wanted to see if you do <laughs> um but that comes with time so you know you're not going to be feeding or grazing grass in the spring where they make that kind of destruction. It's going to be later on in the summer um, if you're properly managing. <laughs> um, the other way is that you can roll out a hay bale with no hay ring and just leave it laying there in a spot. The downside to that is when you don't have enough cattle to consume that hay bale in like, say, three days, they take a lot of that hay and they thank you for their really nice dry bedding that they're going to poop on and pee on, and then they don't want to eat it because they pooped and peed on it. So your hay bale goes out the window, mm. out the window, yeah, when you I start mean, feeding I mean, it still that has an impact on the ground and, you know, like it, it's a mulch. Yeah, it does, and they say the general rule with that is if you're going to feed that way, you can plan to see your best grass growth in year two and three from when you've fed that. So the following year, like this spring, we wouldn't notice. You're not going to notice. In fact, you're going to see like kind of a dieback in grass or a lot of hay just sitting there on the ground, which eventually gets decomposed and feeds all the soil this critters. This would be a really good use of hay that is like spent hay that's old, hay that is molded, hay that has, you know, you can't be used to feed animals already, which I know, you know, you run into that here and there. Sometimes you can find it for real cheap um, on, you know, Craigslist or Marketplace or wherever you find your hay people. Um, and so that might be a good thing to do is to buy those bales and roll them out and knowing that that's your goal. Yeah. Just not for feeding animals, but using up this and and improving the pasture. Yeah. And depending on the livestock, you have to be careful of like those spent ones. Like you would want to not let them get to the moldy ones. And not animal. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the, the next way is to actually unroll the hay bale. So that's what we do. And on the homestead, we have four uh, head of cattle right now, and which means that they don't eat an entire hay bale in three days. It generally takes them a week and a half to two weeks. How many full-grown cows do you think it would take to eat a hay bale? Well, we have we have twenty out of the shoe, yeah. and it. I would say that the majority of that hay bale is gone by the second day. By day two. Yeah. So twenty. 
So, yeah. So around 20. Um, 40 a day, maybe. Yeah, 20 uh, uh, small, like, because those are all Dexters. Okay, can you translate that down to, like, sheep or goats? I cannot. I mean, I could with, like, pencil and paper. Well, we know, okay, so we know how many how many cows per acre. It's roughly five sheep to one cow. There you go. You do know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever that equals out to. <laughs> um but so when you're rolling it out, though, with just a little bit of livestock, what you want to do is not allow them to have access to the entire hay bale. And you don't want to roll out the entire hay bale. You want to figure out what they're going to eat in a few days um, here because we have the time and resources. It's every day I roll out a little bit more. So I put a poly wire down the middle of the hay bale section that I rolled out. And then pull that back slowly so that they're they have to stick their heads under the fence to be able to um, eat the hay. So that keeps them off of it, keeps them from pooping and peeing on it and then not wanting to eat it. Mm. And um, it also saves your pictures. hay bale. I took some pictures. Lacey so got some pictures, some video. We'll, if they're not on Instagram by the time this gets published, then we'll make we'll, sure that they're. They we'll put it on, uh, put it on the YouTube podcast. You there can you, you can look at it on there. There you go. <laughs> um so that's the quick tip really being able to do that and roll out that hay bale allows you to start building soil now in the winter by spring if your cattle are cleaning up that hay and there's just a little bit of residue you're essentially feeding the bad areas of your pasture really good hay really and the good seed that you yeah, want not exactly so i noticed today when we were doing it is that uh we're walking through easily walking through areas that last summer we couldn't have walked through there were um pokeweed there was uh crown beard it was so tall and then it's things that the cows don't eat so um you know but now you can walk right through it and push that hay bale right over all that stuff and and i know that we'll see a huge impact come spring and summer so um and it, yeah so like to it's that easier to work your fields this time yeah and to that point like we're seeding it without mm -hmm. we're paying 35 40 dollars a round bale versus like thirty-five, forty dollars yeah. a pound of seed plus the That's equipment to put it out. The right? Yeah, it's like a two for one ultimately. And ultimately, we're feeding the soil with that. So the only seed that's going to germinate is stuff that that soil is in the condition to where it can start germinating. At and this let's, point. I mean, let's remind everybody the the angle here, the angle of hand rolling out bales of hay every day. And moving lines of wire around and not doing it in a way that's like, you know, a, just a, oh, what's it called? Well, they just stay out in that area all the time. A Set stock. Stockyard. Yeah. Um, is that we will, in the winters of the future, not have to buy hay and have everything that we need um, stockpiled here so that we have what we need for those animals um, on our own farm and not need that third party uh, production. So, right. So yeah. I think like, you know, it sounds like a lot of work that you're like, why would we ever want to do that? That's dumb. There is an end game and the goal is healing, fundamental healing so that we have a long term plan in place uh, for all the animals that we need to feed us. So. Yeah. And this year will be the first year where we're going to let a third of our property just sit fully, uh, rest. fully rest until next winter so that we have some standing hay aka stockpile that we can feed them and cut back on our hay bill so that this is all working towards that and it's not like the other thing to remember is that nature never hurries so this is not like 
right. one, so it's not a one winter and you're done. This is like over, you know, we've been doing this a long time, but I would say in the area that we're in at least three years now, and you can definitely see the differences, but it takes time. Oh, you can see the differences. I think it's hard to remember when you're out there and you're still seeing multiflora rows and um, all the things you don't really want to be out there. But yeah. um, but even those, you know, it's like, okay, I, now I can see like five multiflora rows. I could go out and chop those down or I could go out and dig those up, you know, it's which before it was uh, impassable. So yeah. I just think, yeah. you know, we've, we've done a lot. And there's <laughs> we spent all of um, Christmas Day, actually, because we ended up, our plans got canceled due to illness. Um, so we spent the whole of that day walking through these woods, um, cutting down limbs, burning them. And there's nothing more satisfying than feeling like, oh my goodness, we have made something that was like just not usable. Yeah. And re- it was a trash heap because people were dumping their trash. Literally a trash literally heap. A tra- yeah. And to see the transformation and to, you know, be a part of it. Burning, slashing and burning is sort of like the last bit. And um, it felt good to clean up a lot of that. And um, <laughs> granted, if you listen lately, you know, we have a huge new project at the back of our property of seven acres of uh, newly lumber disaster land. Yeah. So to do the um, same thing, let's start all yeah, over. Yeah, we said at the end of the day, man, I'm <laughs> tired. Let's do this again tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. And tomorrow. Um, but you know, you can make progress one little one little step at a time. And yeah, it's pretty imp- it's pretty impressive. I'm I'm grateful for Drew's efforts. And I'll say the next thing and like final thing is that you can also do the same thing with square bales. So like I think we might use mm. some square bales. Back in our in the, back in the, area. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And we did originally. I think that's where we started with those. Square bales are just yeah. like two to three times the price of a round bale per pound of hay. So, but They don't roll. And they don't roll, but you can carry them. So think about, uh, go out there, get some hay ordered, look for the bad spots that in said, your pasture. I mean, all of that said, we have been pricing out um, equipment with dump beds. So, mini, mini trucks, <laughs> four-wheelers, four Something that we feel like could be practical, but also make the job just a hair easier. Right. If you have any thoughts there, let us know. Also, I just wanted to say we I don't know that we say it enough or if we're clear enough, but your listening means a lot to us and your comments and your feedback and your questions and your encouragement and your support. All of it just means the world to us. And, um, you know, you will be like one day, you know, maybe we don't need a podcast anymore. Maybe it's just a frivolous thing that we just enjoy. And then you guys will give us feedback or get an email about something. And um, it just means a lot. So if you have something you've been wanting to say or thinking or, you know, not, you know, had the minute to to reach out and say, please do. It helps us. And um, we really appreciate it. Thank you.